Welcome to BrainStuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, BrainStuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. Located on the wall of Milan's Convent of Santa Maria della Grazia is a work of art that's considered by many to be one of the greatest artistic masterpieces of all time, Leonardo da Vinci's The Last Supper. But da Vinci wasn't exactly stoked about it when the Duke of Milan commissioned the piece in 1494. We spoke with art historian Ross King, the author of several books on Italian, French, and Canadian art history. He said Leonardo did not want to paint The Last Supper. Instead, he wanted to do a gigantic bronze equestrian moment, a monumental work that would certainly have made him famous. But the outbreak of war in 1494 meant he couldn't do his bronze horse. So, as compensation, he was given the task of painting a wall in a room where a band of friars ate their dinner every day. He had never painted on such a large scale. Having little experience in such a difficult task, it's not surprising that he complained bitterly about the commission, at which it was entirely possible that he would fail miserably. Happily, the story turned out otherwise. What resulted from da Vinci's hesitant participation is a mural that famously depicts the Last Supper of Jesus Christ with his apostles on the day before his crucifixion. The scene is based on the description in the Gospel of John 1321 and da Vinci intended to convey the reactions of Jesus' disciples the moment that they learned that one of them would betray him. King says da Vinci's The Last Supper is particularly important for a variety of reasons, perhaps most of all for its elevation of the artist to celebrity status. He said, its completion marks the moment when Leonardo, then in his mid-40s, finally created what he called a work of fame. It's amazing to think that before The Last Supper, Leonardo had achieved very little. Had he died in, say, 1492, when he was 40, he would have been little more than a footnote in art history, known as someone who showed enormous promise but never delivered the goods. But with The Last Supper, he delivered spectacularly. Without having created The Last Supper, he probably would never have received his later commissions, including the Mona Lisa. So the work was absolutely crucial, not only to the history of art, but also to his own career. One special feature of The Last Supper is its sheer size, approximately 15 by 29 feet, that's four and a half meters by about 8.8 meters. King said, no one else in history had ever created such a large painting with such a great level of realistic detail, as well as with such believable emotions and dramatic expressions. No one who painted A Last Supper in the centuries afterward could do so without an eye on Leonardo's masterpiece. Da Vinci opted to portray one pivotal moment in the scene, instant just before the creation of the Eucharist, or Holy Communion, when, according to the Bible, verses Corinthians 11.23-26, Jesus reaches for the bread and wine and tells the apostles that they represent his body and blood to be consumed in remembrance of him. Da Vinci's notebooks are key to who the key players are in the painting, although experts still argue over some of the details. In one group, Bartholomew, James, and Andrew sit together, and look genuinely shocked at what Jesus has just revealed. In another group, there's Judas, Peter, and John. Judas, the known betrayer, has a lot going on. He's fading into the background a bit, he's holding a bag of money, and he's knocking over a salt shaker, which experts say is meant to symbolize the expression tipping over the salt, which means betraying one's master. Jesus sits in the middle of the group, and on his other side are Apostle Thomas, James the Greater, and Philip, then Matthew, Jude, and Simon. The symmetry of the figures and eye-pleasing use of perspective are signature da Vinci, but there are tons of details that art scholars continue to debate and dissect. Take the fish on the table, for example. Is it herring or eel? 
In Italian, the word il is aringa, which might be a sort of pun on the word aringa, with two R's, meaning indoctrination. However, the word herring in Northern Italian is ringa, also meaning one who denies religion. But the content and composition of the Last Supper aren't the only reasons why the painting remains legendary. King explained, it has a very sad history. The paint began flaking from the wall because of a perfect storm of bad climatic conditions in the refectory, mainly cold and damp. That might not have been such a problem had Leonardo worked in the true fresco technique, which makes for very durable paintings. But he devised a method of his own that involved painting in oil and tempera on a dry wall something artists were discouraged from doing. His technique, unsurprisingly, did not prove successful. Due to da Vinci's ill-advised choices and the poor custodianship in the centuries that followed the creation of the painting, the Last Supper started to look rough. And then things got worse. King said the work was insensitively restored by conservators who didn't know what they were doing and caused more harm than good. In 1652, in a kind of act of vandalism, the friars from the convent knocked a hole in the wall, amputating Christ's feet, to create a doorway through the painting. The refectory flooded in the 19th century, and Napoleon used the building as a stable, which meant it was filled with horses and manure. Then, during World War II, it barely survived a bomb that destroyed much of the refectory. The fact that we still have it to enjoy is little short of miraculous. Today's episode was written by Michelle Konstantinovsky and produced by Tyler Klang. For more on this and lots of other topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. BrainStuff is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Listener.